Hey, my whizzes, you are listening to episode 218 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. And this show is the final episode in our fourth quarter focus mini series. Today's episode is all about what to do now that we are officially one month into the fourth quarter and where to focus your business building efforts for the remainder of the year. Here we are, the season where the majority of wholesale buyers stop accepting new products for their shelves this year. Knowing that, you're likely going to adjust your behavior. In today's show, I'm going to outline exactly what I would be doing if I were a foodpreneur and exactly what I would focus on for the next few months to set up for success come January. I'm also going to give you a heartfelt message about current events and how I'm navigating things. So let's get right into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. All right. I can hardly believe that it's almost November. This year feels like it's flying by and also like it's dragging on. September felt really long for me, but here we are. We're in late October and the holidays are quickly approaching. This episode is part four of our four-part mini-series on our fourth quarter focus. In episode one, we talked about the rhythm of retail and what buyers are thinking in October, November, and December. Then in episode two, I shared how to do that last chance pitch this year as you attempt to land on more wholesale shelves before we really get into the holiday season. From there, last week's episode, episode three, outlined the importance of nurturing both your wholesale buyers and the shoppers who love your products. Each of these past episodes can be found in our show notes, and they're definitely worth clicking back through and listening to, even if you didn't catch them the first time around. So before I dive into today's episode, I want to address something that is likely on all of our minds. I am recording the show, pre-recording it on Monday, October 16th, and we have had a heavy, hard 10 days after the attacks on Israel on October 7th. And as we globally witness those repercussions that it's had on Israeli and Palestinian communities, I've heard from so many members of our Retail Ready student community and those of you in my Instagram network who have reached out saying that it's hard to know what to talk about and it's challenging to know how much to share publicly and where to take a stance and how to still go about the day-to-day of your business when frankly, there's so much tragedy going on. So this is a message that goes straight from my heart to yours this week. It's been a lot. It has been hard to know how to find the balance. I'm struggling with it myself, so I'll share what's working for me, and I trust that you will find what's working for you. For me and my team, we are keeping 
on with a lot of our day-to-day here at Food Business. We're supporting our students inside of Retail Ready, and we're checking in on them, both about business and checking in on them as people. We are still publishing our podcasts and our newsletters, and we are keeping most of our regularly scheduled social media content going. I've been teaching inside of Target Corporation's Forward Founders Accelerator Program as the Retail 101 expert, and I showed up live for two training sessions with them, with that cohort last week. I'm really, really proud to have been offered that position. It's a really big deal, and I was committed to showing up for that relationship. I'm serving my community in a way, in the way that I know how by being here and by offering business mostly as normal for those who need it and as a supportive ear for those who choose to continue on with business as normal as well. So how does this relate to you? Well, I want to give you full permission to do what's right for you. We always say you do you inside of Retail Ready, and I want to echo that here. If you need a break, take a break. If you need to perform business as usual, do that. If you want to create boundaries about how and when and where you consume the news, that's what I do, you do that. If you want to start a fundraiser or go to a rally or go to a protest or share current events in your social feeds, do that. You know what's right for you and for your business, and it can look different for everyone. And let me just say this. There's also the reality of running a business. Many of you DM'd saying you were continuing on with your demos and your farmer's markets and your category review presentations and your newsletters and your sales pushes because simply you need to keep on making sales. You have built your business to make a positive impact on the world and you can't make the positive impact unless you've got revenue coming in. We need more people making positive impacts. And if your business is the thing that helps you do that, you do you. All right. So that is the message that is on my heart today. Thank you for receiving it. And in the spirit of continuing on with sales and choosing what's right for your own business, let's wrap up our fourth quarter focus mini series. So on to today's show. Take it if you need it or come back to it later if it's not right for you. You know, let's actually pause for a quick little sponsor break, clear the air, and we'll come back and get into the episode. Hang tight. This episode is brought to you by Retail Ready, our online course for producers of packaged product who are looking to grow your wholesale accounts. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live Q&A calls, and daily access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts, whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms. The first step to find out more about Retail Ready is to join my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business, which I'll link right here in the show notes. That hour-long webinar is jam-packed with advice that you can use to kickstart your growth right now, no matter what year of business you're in, plus information on Retail Ready, on my past clients, and how we can work together. 
Even if you have zero intention of joining us inside of Retail Ready, you will still learn a ton from this class, like my behind the scenes advice from my time as a grocery buyer, including exactly what to not do as you're pitching to new accounts. Sign up via the link in my show notes and I'll see you there. All right, we are back and let's let's transition into podcasting mode here. So if you've been following along with this mini series, you know by now that since we are officially one month into the fourth quarter, wholesale buyers are heads down in store operations and are really, really unlikely to call you back or consider your product line this season. I always use this phrase that they're heads down in turkeys and candy canes. And they don't have the time in their schedule to answer your emails, to meet you and accept your samples and to merchandise you on their shelves. I mean, again, that is unless you are a candy cane maker or say you're a producer of small batch gravy. (laughs) I encourage you to respect the wholesale buyer's fourth quarter focus and realize that pitching to new retail accounts between October and early January It's frankly, it's just bad form. Not only are you wasting your own time because you're unlikely to get a callback or an email response from a buyer, but that buyer is likely to question if you know what you're doing. And subconsciously, they label you as incompetent, inconsiderate, or at the very least, inexperienced. I do want to have a big disclaimer here that yes, some brands have success pitching throughout the entire fourth quarter. I have seen it myself. We have one past retail ready student and they had a really fantastic success rate getting their cold brew in new wholesale accounts. They they were in Boston. So a lot of success getting into new retail accounts from October to December, which is no small feat given that it is exactly the opposite of the type of product that's a high seller in a cold climate like Boston in the fall and in the winter. But I'll say this, but for every brand that tells me that they have had success pitching in the fourth quarter, I have 99 other brands who tell me that trying to land new accounts during October, November, and December is a waste of time. So just be really, really cautious and very, very prepared if you do decide to ignore my advice here. Again, go back to episode two of our mini series, episode 216, if you want more guidance on what type of brand should even attempt to pitch this season. Okay, so now we know what not to do. So what should you focus on during Q4? Well, it's all about the behind the scenes for food businesses this quarter. Now, again, let's pause on this word should. I'm going to tell you what I would do this season if I were a food founder, but you may have an entirely different agenda in your own business. And that's okay. Again, I trust you to do what's right for your brand, but let me tell you what I would do. And let me just put an alternative, uh, a bit of alternative thinking into your brain here. Okay, now, I know that you're likely busy with production over these next few months. I know that sales might be skyrocketing and that you're already feeling busy keeping up with the day-to-day of your business. I know you likely listened to last week's podcast episode, and now you're trying to figure out how to nurture your existing accounts throughout the rest of the year. I get it. I'm a business owner too. It's busy for us in Q4. But there's always a but here. There's never been a better time 
than the fourth quarter to work on the behind the scenes of your packaged products business, ensuring that you're setting yourself up for success come early January when buyers start responding to emails and sample requests again. It's almost like the clock resets in January and buyers come out of their holiday haze and they start to respond to emails again. If you think you are too busy to work on the behind the scenes, I'll just ask you this. If not now, when buyers are not in the position to be pitched to, then when? One of my favorite phrases is translated from Spanish and it says, tomorrow is the busiest day of the week. I think about that a lot in running my own business. Tomorrow is the busiest day of the week. That just like goes straight to my heart here. (laughs) I'm wondering if you can relate. I also once heard someone say, if you don't have time to do it correctly the first time around, when will you have the time to go back and fix it? And that also rings true for me here as I think about founders trying to DIY your sales efforts only to realize that your systems just aren't working for you, right? If you don't have time to do it correctly the first time around, when will you have time to go back and fix it? There's something powerful about doing it as close to correctly as possible the first time around so that you aren't spending even more time the second time around as you fix your mistakes. If you don't have the time to work on the behind the scenes of your business now, you sure as heck won't have time to work on it come January when we roll into, let's say, fancy food show, which leads into Valentine's Day, which brings us to Expo West and then the Good Food Awards and on and on and on. I mean, sure enough, you wake up six months from now and you realize that you haven't gotten those behind the scenes tasks that are vital to your business success. Knowing how important it is to work behind the scenes, let's talk about what you could prioritize to make sure you're ready for wholesale expansion come January. I'm going to keep it really straightforward for you. I want you to prioritize your systems for pitching to and following up with new wholesale accounts. Again, whether that wholesale account is traditional brick and mortar retail, maybe it's food service, maybe it's hospitality like spas and hotels, airlines. We've got lots of retail ready students now pitching to airlines. Maybe it is e-commerce accounts like the Thrive Markets of the world, right? All of that is wholesale. So there are four things that you might want to focus on this quarter. So by the time you wake up January 1st, you are feeling ready to go. I just said four things. I've got three things here for you. All right. Number one, your sales scripts. Number two, your sales materials. And number three, it's your sales strategy. So let me dive into detail on each one of these three things. So first, spend the next two months focusing on the email and the phone scripts that you are using to capture that buyer's attention, right? Your sales scripts. In Retail Ready, we literally have a workbook called Scripted Success for this. It's basically a script and a flow chart of your buyer communication. You script out the first correspondence, and then you follow that flow chart, changing your response and your pitch depending on whether or not they reply to your email, whether they say yes or no to accepting samples, whether or not they agree to place that first order, and on and on. So create your own version of this flow chart over the next few months. If you're in retail ready, 
Don't reinvent the wheel here. Start with our scripted success formula and customize it for your brand. Why do we use templates? Here is why. You don't have time to create the best, most engaging email and reply when you've got 50 emails in your inbox demanding your attention. Why not craft the very best version of a sales email that you possibly can and use it over and over again? Why would you reinvent the wheel each time? It not only saves you time and sanity, but also guarantees that you are sending the exact right message that gets a buyer to say yes every single time, right? I go back to that phrase, right? If you don't have time to do it correctly the first time around, when will you have time to go back and fix it? That's why we use templates here. So that's number one, your scripts. Number two is your sales material. These are the things that you will attach, link, or embed in your sales emails or what you'll use when you go to your next in-person trade show. You want to use these next few months to ensure that you have your sell sheet created and your price list is up to date. You might be thinking that your sell sheet is already top-notch. And I'll just say this. We have had about 2,500 brands go through Retail Ready, and we do a personalized video review of every single brand's sell sheet. This is so cool. Charlie does them, and he is just awesome at this. And I'm going to say, I'm not sure if I've ever seen a sell sheet that doesn't have room for improvement. So whether it's understanding exactly what information you need to include on the front page versus the back page, whether or not you include pricing on your sell sheet, Here's a hint, you don't, you keep that separate on your price list. Whether it's how to use photography to capture the attention of the wholesale buyer. Maybe it's understanding when you use a pitch deck versus a sell sheet. That's a big, big mistake that we see folks make when they come into Retail Ready. They are using the wrong material, the wrong sales material in the wrong sales pitches, right? Pitch deck versus sell sheet. There's a right time and place for each. Maybe it is understanding which products to include and which are your products you leave off and how to get that buyer to place a first order just with the info that you include on your sell sheet. There's a lot to consider here. Use this time wisely over the next few months to create a sell sheet that stops the buyer in their tracks. I mean, after all, that buyer sees dozens, if not hundreds of sell sheets every month. If yours doesn't stand out, you are missing out here. And then number three, lastly, you want to think about your sales strategy. When I say sales strategy, I'm really talking about your promotional strategy. They go hand in hand. How are you going to promote your product, which likely includes putting it on sale in the right sales channels for your brand, right? What channels are you in? And how does your promotional strategy work to connect with your consumers in those right channels? Inside of Retail Ready, we call this the right people, right channel philosophy. And it's what we focus on first to get you on that path to profitability. So about promotions, buyers hate it when you don't have any wiggle room in your budget to offer promotions to your accounts. Now, I know that financials might feel tight. I know that you might consider yourself a bootstrapped brand and that you simply don't have the money to offer intro 
to offer introductory promos or quarterly discounts or free fills or whatever it is. But I also know that when you have nothing to offer a buyer, to offer that wholesale buyer, they get the impression that you are not committed to supporting your brand on the shelf. When you say that you have zero budget to do a promotion, you are asking the buyer to take a really big risk in carrying your product. And you're essentially saying that you're not going to bring anything to the table to help gain sales. So, so often I have brands say like, well, I got on the shelf alley and now I have slow sales. Like now what? Wall promotions, again, that that's discounts and sales, isn't the only way to boost your sales on shelf. It's often the very first thing that a buyer will suggest. So use this season to get super clear on your promotional strategy so that you don't draw a blank the next time you go and fill out that new vendor paperwork and see that promotional allowance box on there. Plus, you'll know exactly what to offer a buyer before they even ask. Offering an introductory promo is one of the most effective ways to get a buyer to say yes to carrying your product line. So use this time to figure out what you can actually afford. Map out your sales and promotional strategy before you start pitching again in January. So in short, my whizzes, you want to use this quarter to make sure you know exactly how to craft a pitch that gets a buyer to say yes so that you can put the pedal to the metal in January. You ensure your printed materials are going to stand out in a sea of PDFs and brand brochures. You know exactly what promotions you can offer your wholesale accounts and on what schedule. If you're struggling to put these things in place, or if you're tired of just winging it in your own business, working in a silo, and you recognize that you are exhausted, you're over over learning from your own mistakes, you know what I'm going to say here you've got to join us in Retail Ready. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you, if not now, then when? And I want you to sincerely think about that, that you can listen to these podcasts every single week, agreeing with the words that come out of my mouth, and business can still seem to be in the very same place that it was six months ago. At some point that you've got to stop listening and passively learning and start to take action. If you're ready, if this is the time for you and you know that you can have a growth-oriented 2024 if you spend the next few months getting everything in order, the first step is watching my free wholesale success system training on the three steps to growing your packaged food or beverage business. It outlines my exact process that I've used to help thousands of brands hit their biggest business goals. It gives you advice on how to move forward strategically right now, and it outlines all of the details of our 90-day Retail Ready program. I'm going to link the free training in these show notes. You can pick a time that works for you, and you'll want to budget about an hour to join me. If you've already watched the masterclass, If you've been listening to these podcasts, if you're on my email list and you want in straight away, send me a DM or reply back to any email that I've sent you and tell me that you want to leapfrog the line and that you want in. We'll make room for you. It is my, it's my greatest honor. Gosh, that sounds dramatic, but it's true. It is my greatest honor to work with emerging brands and to help you navigate this complex, sometimes overwhelming industry And I do that all through our Retail Ready program. It's literally the only way that I work with clients. I don't take one-on-one clients anymore. And it's a full-time job to support my students every day 
Monday through Friday in our private student community and on our live calls. I can't wait to help you in there. And all it takes is watching that free masterclass. You know, community is really on my mind right now, especially with all of the the world events. Someone recently asked me about Retail Ready and what what makes it different than watching, say, like low-cost webinars on growing your business, or frankly, just turning to Google or YouTube that frankly does have a lot of great resources, or posting in one of the really great Slack communities that we have in our industry. And for me, it's all about the experience inside of Retail Ready. Let's be clear, the experience of attending a webinar can be dry, even if the content is great. The experience of posting in a Slack channel can leave you wanting more. The experience of being guided through our vetted and tested Retail Ready curriculum, of having monthly one-on-one clarity calls with Charlie inside of our program, that experience of collaborating with your peers inside our student community, the experience of coming to a monthly momentum call with us and knowing exactly how to make progress in your business in the coming month, all of that is irreplaceable. I'm so grateful for the community that makes up such a key part of Retail Ready, key part of the Retail Ready experience. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of it if you're a student. And come and join us in there if you're not yet. Okay, my whizzes, there you have it. The three things that you should focus on this quarter to set yourself up for success. I'm here to help you on those steps over the fourth quarter. And I can't wait to help you set up these foundations for growth. And dare I say, those foundations for perhaps a little ease in your business once it's time to start pitching again in January. As always, thank you for listening to these four episodes of our fourth quarter focus mini series. I've really loved this format of quick episodes, breaking down these bigger themes, and I want to know how you felt about them as well. So come let me know on Instagram by tagging me in a post or sending me a DM or connect with me on LinkedIn. I'll link both of those profiles in our show notes, along with all of the past episodes of this four-part mini-series. I can't wait to see what success this series helps bring to you and to support you inside of Retail Ready if that's the right choice for your business at this time. And remember, if not now, then when? I hope to see some of our listeners inside of our Retail Ready program soon. So have a good one. Take gentle, gentle care of yourself and your communities. And I will see you right back here next week. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.